as an interior designer, you get quotes from all these different vendors and you have to retype all the order data into your own invoicing platform, into your own Excel spreadsheets. And it's just ridiculous. One of the great appeals of information technology is its adaptability to wide applications. Any given database software system can be implemented in anything from massive infrastructure projects to selling homemade candles. But some industries have needs so specific that general offerings don't cut it, forcing businesses to piece together numerous disjointed solutions. This is what Erin Valencich realized about her own interior design firm and luxury furnishings brand. She needed a system that integrated the unique project management and sales relationship of her business while reflecting the beauty so integral to her mission. So she started Style Row, a software platform tailored to meet the needs of luxury designers. On this episode of Uptech Report, Erin discusses the genesis of her startup, developing the business model, and where they plan to go next. Aaron, I'm excited to talk with you today and hear more about Style Row. First off, tell me, what was, if you could just had to describe it in a short amount of time, five seconds, what would you say? What is it? So Style Row is a complete solution for the interior design industry. So one part is a marketplace for luxury furnishing so they can source products. And the other side is workflow tools. Nice. It's almost two, two different uh, places combining, two different individuals and marketplaces. Um, yeah. I saw in your LinkedIn, curate, create, and communicate. Yep. Interesting. Uh, I like that terminology. What was then the, the initial problem that you saw? You're like, I need to solve this. So um, there's, there's multiple in the industry. Um, I have an interior design firm. I've run that for over 16 years. And I have a luxury furnishings brand where we make custom furniture in Los Angeles. And we sell to designers through showrooms around the country. Uh, so really... I had probably the same pain points for both businesses, which was just a lack of streamlined technology to be able to do our basic workflow. Um, there's a lot of manual data entry. As an interior designer, you get quotes from all these different vendors and you have to retype all the order data into your own invoicing platform, into your own Excel spreadsheets. And it's just ridiculous and time consuming. And then on the other side, as a furniture brand, I'm receiving orders from my showrooms and my team is reordering that same retyping that same order data just to send them back an order confirmation. So it's really like a constant regurgitation of the same data between every office. And I thought, why don't we just have one central platform where everybody communicates around orders and what the products are and the, the lead time and the tracking number and the balance due and all the very unsexy, but very important backend. And that's where Stylero came from. It's often a, the best type of business is the unsexy ones that need to yeah. be handled. <laughs> So yeah. you saw the inefficiency from, from designers working with showrooms to the end brands and that entire workflow. Yeah. You tried, then your game plan was to create a, a platform that would help solve it and uh, make it easier <laughs> for everyone. Exactly. That whole, okay. So tell me then from that initial idea, um, how, how, did, how has it started and, and tell me how has the technology developed to solve that solution? Yeah, so um, like I said, we have two sides to the business, the marketplace and the subscription tools for design professionals. Um, first, we built the, the beginnings of our marketplace and um, it's got a custom configurator. So much like you'd find if you go to an auto 
car website and you configure your vehicle, you can configure furnishings. And that's one of the main reasons that the high-end furnishings industry has remained completely offline. There is no e-commerce in, e in luxury furnishings because it's customizable and everything is changeable. You can select the wood for the top and the metal for the base and change the size and all these things. So it's remained a very kind of dusty offline B2B business. Um, so we build a marketplace that could actually ingest all those custom catalogs, all those specification changes, and let the end user, who's our designer, log on, look at the table and be like, oh, I want this finish and this color and this size and get a price and then communicate with their reps directly. Um, so we're not building kind of a third party middleman type of a platform, which some lower end marketplaces in the home course side do. Uh, designers don't want a middleman. They want to, they're already dealing with the showroom sales team. Like why do they need a fourth party in between? There's already three parties involved. So we let them communicate directly. And then uh, the next step is we started building out our projects tools. So we have a really beautiful visual aesthetic, clean, easy to use project management solution, uh, which not only lets designers work, you know, in a beautiful place because we get into this industry to be creative and are visually oriented and yet we don't want to stare at an excel spreadsheet all day you know and excel doesn't connect you can't communicate in there so there's the constant need to communicate around the products we're doing so our project management software wraps in communication tools notifications with one click you can share your project with your client track that feedback and communication and approvals you can communicate with your vendors and your showrooms from the platform as well so we're giving them that one centralized like mission control for their project. And then we allow them to export to Excel when they need to share schedules with the contractor or the plumber or the electrician. Because um, again, all that data around the products that designers specify needs to be shared broadly amongst the team, the architect, the contractor, the client and the vendors. And so that's really our focus is to streamline that process. Um, so it's a meaty, a meaty solution and we'll be building you know, new features for quite a while. But um, we've got a really good start and, and chunk of that done already. What's the business model? Is everyone paying a little bit for it for you? What's your business model? How does it work? Yeah. So um, brands pay a listing fee, like a marketing you know, fee to be in the marketplace. And then when we build the transactional side of our marketplace later this year, there'll be a commission structure for them on any orders that go through the platform. But it's still a lower cost solution than other platforms that are out there that are charging huge commissions, again, because they don't really understand and weren't built for the B2B kind of custom furniture world. Um, that they don't take into consideration showrooms as sales teams who are already getting commission and are a very valuable part of the industry that need to remain there. Um, they're like retail consumer facing platforms that try to come into our side of the world and the brands are like, I can't pay you 30%. What are you talking about? Um, and then right now it's free for designers. It will be free for designers to continue with our project management and our digital library where they can save anything they love to one central library that their entire design office can access. Um, so not only products from our marketplace, but their own images they take. We have a clipper that allows them to import product from any website around the web. So it's a true solution for them. That's free. Um, but they will start paying for our invoicing software. So if they want to use StyleRow to invoice their clients, there will be a subscription model there. Um, and then ultimately, I mean, we want to get them in and capture a piece of their purchasing, which uh, the brands would give a commission on. It wouldn't cost the designer anything additional to, to order through StyleRow than it would to go direct to the brand. Um, so that's our model. Um, have you thought about any other types of um, 
of partnerships or, or APIs or integrations with other technologies out there, uh, other platforms or marketplaces that will make it easier for them in the future? I mean, perhaps ultimately, you know, the workflow tools around the products that our designers use and sell is what we're optimizing for. So if I can help a design firm be 20% or 50% more efficient, they're going to take on more projects. That means they're going to do more jobs and they're going to sell more product, right? As a result. So it's, it's sales tools for the front line of our industry, which are the design professionals. So, and those don't exist other places um, by that could even touch what we're building. So the more products that we get in our marketplace that then with one click, those designers can share it with their client track approval, then with one click order it, it's just going to make that streamlined process for our designers so much more effective. Um, so integrating with other marketplaces probably wouldn't have that. We wouldn't be able to have the type of product data in the way we need it in order to facilitate that speed. Um, and having the system like have uh, our connected order portal for all parties, the showrooms can log in and update order status and data that they need to manage and have transparency and view into. So can the brands, they can update the order data. So instead of leapfrogging information in email, which is what everyone does now, um, we're building it where it's again, that central brain. So the designers plug in, the showrooms plug in and the brands plug in and they can share order data together. Um, and then off of that, it's just continued workflow tools for designers that, you know, there are, are other invoicing systems out there. They're terribly clunky and unpleasant to work with. So I don't want to, you know, kind of build the same thing that already exists, but with a little bit of a shinier interface, because at the end of the day, we're not truly solving the design professionals um, problems, right? And giving their client a better way to interact with their project. I think you can you can kind of liken our marketplace to more of like a net-a-porter and what they did for you know couture fashion started with the big couture brands and then slowly moved down market. You can now buy J. Crew on net-a-porter. Um, so we've brought on the Gucci Prada Dior of home decor into our marketplace, and then we'll continue to add uh, that kind of mid-tier um, brands. But we are going to keep them in a separate marketplace so that the, the luxury couture brands don't feel like they're showing up in search next to the, the knockoff version of themselves. Let's call it what it is, right? Um, but yet designers need access to both levels of product. They need um, to be able to shop anything and everything for their projects and, and mix it themselves. Um, so when it comes to marketplace competition, you know, because we are a B2B platform, we right there have kind of a gate around us that other marketplaces don't. Uh, in the luxury space, I'd say first dibs would probably be like the closest type of competitor, but they're a, uh, an antique and vintage business predominantly. So it's one of a kind items, you know, you buy it, you sell it, that's it. They have new product, but again, we're just looking at it for a very different way and with a different business model that most of the brands that they have, um, we are going after a, set, a segment that would not go on first dibs. So looking forward from here, where do you see your company in, in five, in the near future, maybe the next one, two years and in the long term, five, 10 years? Um, I see us being, you know, the place that business is getting done for the design professional industry. So architects and designers, uh, we have clients already around the world. We have brands, uh, international brands from around the world. Um, and, you know, I think that the more we can penetrate the market and help these professionals speed up their old, dusty, paper-heavy process, the industry is just going to scale. So I really see us as being that kind of, you know, 
helping hand to really bring a lot of productivity and in turn a lot of profit to our business um, for the industry globally. Be sure to check out part two of my conversation with Erin in which she discusses her unlikely journey from grooming horses to running the business for a lifestyle expert to starting her own interior design company all by the age of 24.